Welcome back to Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. It's me, I'm Luke. I'm Ashley. And Ashley, we've we've put three acts behind us now. I know. Uh, like, we're, so you said there's only like uh, there's only seven acts, so we must, you know, we're making good time. Mathematically, we're almost yeah. halfway done. Yeah. Yeah. You, I think what, there, you said once, like recently, that I think it was on the forum that we have like five point seven, like Act five point seven would take like ten books. Yeah, well, so <laughs> let's let's go through the whole like because there were two conversations related to that. Which was, first, people... I talked about how we recorded us reading about 400 pages in one night. Yeah. Uh, and then someone asked how many pages there were, so we broke it down, and if I remember right, the answer is about 8,000. And people were going through a lot of math about, like, the word count and page count of Homestuck. I'm like, well, guys, way yeah. to scare Ashley off of this thing. And you responded, I know what I got into. I, I'm like, currently wearing my my Homestuck fingerless gloves. Yes, of the character so, I have not met. So right. So you were very much. Oh no, no. I I know what I've gotten myself into. Yes. And then we started talking about uh like what it would take to finish publishing Homestuck in print format. And yeah, I mentioned that like well the first three acts have all been one book between the intermission and Act Four. That's probably two books. Act 5.1 is probably one book. Act 5.2 is probably ten books, and you responded with, what the shit is this? <laughs> so so I, I grew up in the theater. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay, so you were, your concern was not with the length, it was with the concept of an Act 5.2. Yeah, well, the length, well, like, I, I, I'm not concerned about the length. You know, I, okay. I, I knew what that was going into uh-huh. it. Like, if you said, like, oh, Act 5 will take, you know... Like fifteen books, I'd be like, okay, okay. Just the idea of five point two taking ten books, <laughs> right? Um, the name five point two is sort of misleading because that makes it sound like it's part of. There's only two parts to Act Five, okay, and Part Two is a lot longer than Part One, okay. Um, actually, is it called five point two in the comic? No, okay. It is actually referred to in comic as Act Five, Act One, and Act Five, Act Two. Okay, so yeah, five point one and five point two is just what people say to, to truncate it. Yeah, that makes more sense. For sure. Yeah, yeah. So Act Five itself is a two act play. Okay, I okay. Yeah, it, it's Hamlet style. No, no, Hamlet. Uh, Richard, King Richard. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with that one, but I'll take your word for it. That is uh, Shakespeare has a lot of plays that you know, tell the lives of great kings because King commissioned him to do it. Right. Sure. Yeah. 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 Like in between, like. Shakespeare was like a lot of artists of today, which is in between his like dick joke humor, he would take commissions. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and co- Kings commissioned him to tell like the story of either like their father or of their lives. Uh huh. And so he would do like a one act play about this part of the king's life and then another one about this part. Oh, sure, okay, okay. Uh, and then act six has six sub acts, each with an intermission in between it. Jesus. <laughs> and Act 6, Act 6, well, we'll get to it when we get to it. Uh, yeah, and then I, I've heard about Act 7. Yeah, yeah. Which Act 7's told- only one page, yeah. so, you know. <laughs> you're, you're, once you get through 5 and 6, you're in the clear. <laughs> but we're not in any of them acts yet. We're yeah. not in any act at all. Uh, also, I, sh- I should say, real quick, we talked about it off-air. Off uh-huh. But I have... 
I now talked to my father about Homestuck. Yes, you did. You told your father about Homestuck. Uh, you you have gone farther than I ever have. That's <laughs> uh, that's. I'm wondering if we're ever going to reach a point in this this podcast where you tell me about Homestuck. This will be like uh, like, and I'll just go like the the teachers become the master. Right. Yeah. The or circle no, the, is complete. Yeah. The students become the master. <laughs> uh, but he he confused uh, Homestuck with Homestar Runner. Yeah, which is a reasonable thing to confuse. Uh, and I, I did not realize that both of them start armless, uh, white-colored dudes. Yeah. Until that moment. That, yep. And I think I mentioned to you, I'm just excited to see what the next Homesta is gonna be. Yeah. Because so far it's two for two. Yeah, and it's gotta come in trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see the conclusion of the Homesta trilogy. <laughs> the Homesta <laughs> <The Homes> trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I said, we, we are not in any act at all right now, Ashley. And now that we've cleared Act Three, we've we we get to take a break. We get to yeah, we're look we're put looking our at feet a, up and at a greenhouse. Yeah, on, on a starry uh, on a starry night. Yep, we're we're in the intermission. Yeah, uh, and I think we've discussed this before. Like you've read this far before, so you're a little familiar with it. A little familiar. Yeah, this the intermission is uh, very specifically supposed to be like a throwback to Problem Sleuth. Yes. So, um, and like I believe, like I, I don't know what like I was fading last time I read this. Mm-hmm. An interest, okay. and then this kind of brought me back in because, like I stated, I'm a big fan of Problem Sleuth. Right, right. Um, but I'm enjoying the comic a lot more now, so. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's jump on in then. Let's I'm going to choose to take credit for the fact that you're enjoying it more. I, I think that's fair. I mean, I don't know if it is or not, but I'm going to do it. Okay, well, let's go next. Let's go next. Your name is Spade Slick. You're the leader of a notoriously vicious gang of mobsters called the Midnight Crew. A rival gang known as the Felt recently knocked over one of your favorite casinos. Your long quest of revenge has finally taken you through the front door of the mansion belonging to their loathsome boss, Lord English. Your subordinates, Clubs Deuce, Diamonds Droog, and Hearts Boxcars, have been dispatched to various locations throughout the mansion to begin carrying out your mission. Your objective is to locate and crack English's secret vault and plunder its mysteries. That's the business end of it. The pleasure will be painting this ugly house red with the blood of these miserable green motherfuckers. Uh, Spade Slick, let's inspect the timekeeping devices. Stupid gang and their lousy obsession with clocks. The sooner all these idiots stop being alive, the better. You wonder where they are. It's awfully quiet in this mansion. Sans all the dreadful ticking. Uh, we should be clear, this mansion is green from... Top to bottom, yep. and just lousy with clocks. Yep. There, I think there are two differently scaled photos of the same grandfather clock in this panel. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely looks like it. Very similar, if not. Well, and also, grandfather clocks are pretty similar, usually. Yeah, but I mean, even like the, the counterweights look the same, the designs on the faces look very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it says, capital carriage clock. You obviously have no idea what that means. If it's some smart-ass way of saying to pick it up, forget it. You're already carrying an item. It's your trusty deck of cards. So, yes, uh, Space Look has a deck card and then some weapons. Yeah. 
Uh, and his weapons include uh, some kind of horse stick thing, two playing cards, a switch knife, and like an exacto blade. Which I believe, I think we saw earlier in. So yeah, so this is the prompts. This is the MS Paint adventure that's going on in the world of Homestuck. Yes, that's correct. Uh, I believe we saw that earlier, and that maybe Occam's Razor. I remember right, that is the case, yes. Yes. Um, SS, build fort with clocks. You have an idea that is so much better. He just threw them into a pile and set them on fire. Yep. Clocks destroyed, four out of 1,000. Yeah, he doesn't really put up with shenanigans in the way that maybe we're used to our protagonists in MS Paint Adventures. Yep. Uh, but, you know, this is... Uh, it's, it's good. It's good that you know he he got rid of four right off the bat because yeah. you really need to if you want to get that achievement. Well, and with that sort of thing, you always end up find, realizing, oh, I missed one in the starting area and I can't go back and get it now. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. You got to be thorough if you want to be thorough. Uh, also, I have been singing. I, I I've picked up in addition to gloves. I've picked up music. Oh no! <laughs> what have you been singing? I, I've been singing. Uh, the Midnight Crew song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I also there is, there is the the you know Black, which I've heard. Right. And then the uh, Octoroon, which has a bit of Black in it. Yes. And One I, eighth, some might yes. say. Yes. Yes. And uh, I, I think I, I stated before to you, I think off podcast, that I preferred Octoroon better. Mm. And now listening to both of them, I. I after Creed, Black is better. Yeah, Black is one of my favorite songs from the Homestuck soundtrack. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know how many albums you've bought, but you've got two different versions of the original I'm a Member of the Midnight Crew. Yes. you got the acapella version and the um, the post-punk version. Oh, I've, had, I've not heard that version. I think that one's on volume 8 or maybe 9, whatever the most recent volume is. Uh, volume 8, I know, has the, uh, the acapella version. Okay, then it's volume nine that's got the post-punk version. Yeah, and so, oh, it, it, there, there, there's only one. It's a very good song, the acapella version. Yeah. Uh, there's only one thing that kind of bothers me about it. Sorry to go. This is still talking about Homestuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is the kind of big laugh line of the piece, which is you know he, he talks about how he made six robbers run. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and how he, like, I just, and the fact that they were him making them run was him them running after him yes uh that is, I feel like that should be more of a big kind of laugh line and it's very kind of casual yeah yeah um I don't know if you listened to it or not but I linked you to this is actually a song from like 1909 originally yeah. by uh, a man named Eddie Morton and uh Toby Fox who we've discussed before the the developer of Undertale and a big contributor to the Homestuck music team uh, discovered on YouTube some guy's channel where he just, I guess he just demos old phonographs of old songs and he happened to demo I'm a member of the Midnight Crew and as far as anyone knows that it was the only digital version of this century old song uh, and he sampled it for Black and then the rest is history yep pretty good too that that happened on the 100 year anniversary of that song yeah that, that it, it's nice yeah uh, there's some good serendipity involved there um like i have if you i don't know if you're how big a jazz fan you are or a 
how big of a Kim Burns fan you are? Not much of either. Okay, uh, I have uh, I through a gift I, I got all of the Kim Burns jazz, uh-huh. which uh, is pretty good, uh, and especially they have a song called "The Fables of Fawcett." Okay, uh, not like a faucet, like a no, right? Yeah, uh, it is a reference to a Southern politician uh, who had ties with the KKK. Uh, and I became a kind of a bit obsessed with this song just because, you know, it's talking about some real shit. Mm-hmm. But also because at the beginning of it, he goes, now we're doing this for a corn, so don't, uh, so no applause, please, and no running of ice in your glass. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, no applause and keep it down. Your drinks, don't rather your ice in your glasses and don't rain the cash register. You got it covered? All right. I'd like to, um. Continue this set with a composition dedicated to the first or second or third All-American heel, Fabus, and it's titled The Fables of Fabus. Oh, Lord, don't let him shoot us. Oh, Lord, don't let him stab us. Oh, Lord, don't let him come together us. <laughs> and like, I thought that was just like such a crazy thing to have on yeah. a recording like so many like decades, decades, decades later. Right. And it, 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 it I will say it, it did not stop the applause. People did. <laughs> and it gives this kind of this weird, like almost like bar drinking song. Sure. Yeah. 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 And I don't know why, but that's kind of what I pictured from like Midnight Crew. Yeah, um, I, I can definitely see that. That seems like if you were... I actually don't especially love either of the versions of that song that the Homestuck team has done. I think the idea of doing, like, let's make, like, a modernized version of it is kind of a neat idea, but it... I don't know, I feel like both of their versions miss the mark a little bit. Yeah, neither of them are the men, are members of the Midnight Crew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I have thought of... I have now thought of... This is what, how how truly how far I've gone down this uh-huh. horrible horrible well. Uh-huh. Uh I have thought of bringing out and putting my horrible horrible uh, uh, piano skills to the test. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. And making a a different version that is oh. uh, is more of a a drinking song. If you do it, it will be on this podcast. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Like, it'd be, like, I would do that and then, like, the Mountain Goats parody, but about Rose. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 100% in favor of this plan of action. God. <laughs> you have to do it now. You shouldn't have said anything. I know. Okay, let's, let's get away from that. Let's check for traps under the billiard rug. All right. He <laughs> pulls up the rug and there's just a black and white photo of <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy down there. What's under the rug is much worse than any trap you can imagine. It's a member of a species you don't recognize with a ghastly furred upper lip. Mm. So he's not familiar with what people look like. Yeah. Like yeah, the, pro- the problems with people were people. Yeah. These are not people. These are not people. And they've never seen people. Yeah. Even though we've seen Jack Noir in the kids' session. Yes. 
Yes, you know what? Before we go any further, how do you think that adds up? Is it just oh, characters look similar, or do you think they're the same um, character? Or? I picture that uh, Spadeslick is like I, I don't think it's just like oh, like they look similar. I think that Spadeslick is probably a member of well, he's a member of the Midnight Crew, but first, of course, <laughs> but also he is a member of the the race from I forgot what the technical name of like the the dark oh, the, planet. The, Oh, yeah, I don't think we've actually learned the name of the Dark Planet yet. Okay, then. So, I know the other one's Prosperit. Yeah. Which is a good planet name. Yeah. I, I, okay. think, I think he has some relation to that. I, I think it is... It, it, there is... I, I don't think Andrew Hussey will... He probably would, but I don't think he <laughs> would just do an intermission of this level, from okay. what I remember of it, to just okay. not do anything with it. I don't know. It's called the intermission. I mean... Yeah, I guess... Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go next. Let's go next. You cover the unsightly individual back up and try to forget it ever existed. So, but the felt knows what people look like. Apparently, they know what Jeff Foxworthy looks yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, they have a photo of Jack, <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy hidden in their uh, mansion. Yeah. Uh, Spade, let's play fifty-two pickup. You need a deck of cards to play that infernal game. Fortunately, all you have is your war chest, which you deploy on the floor. So we can see that the old problem sleuth canard of items randomly changing in shape and function is back. Yeah, well, it, I, I think what specifically it is, is if you say it, like, uh, I've stated this before, but I, in the commentary for Problem Sleuth, uh, interestingly said that in Problem Sleuth, the, what the player thinks can never be true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is less so in Homestuck. Right, it plays with that a little bit, but it definitely does not commit to that idea as hard as uh, Problem Sleuth ever did. Yeah, so if you, like, so say if you wanted to play 52 Pickup, you would have to say, play 52 Pickup with the War Chest. Right. And then he would use his deck of cards. Right, right. Or if you um, wanted to get something from the War Chest, you'd have to say, pick something from your deck of cards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the next thing is open war chest. Let's do it. He does that. There's a bunch of shit in there. Notably, something that looks like not just Bing Crosby, but the photo of Bing Crosby that John's dad had in his room. Yeah. You know, John's dad also kind of wears, like, fedoras and stuff. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, let's shuffle the contents of the war desk. War chest. Yeah. You rummage around. It's no unusual assortment of belongings, and nothing any mobster worth his salt would be caught plotting and scheming without. Certainly nothing eyebrow-raising. Bunch of blades, some playing cards, and a variety of other miscellaneous stuff. Also, your vendetta itinerary, and your heist map. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like that in his, you know, deck of cards kind of thing, he has cards. Yes. <laughs> Uh, let's scavenge the war chest for fancy headwear. If there are any elaborate headdresses in here, you'll eat your haberdasher. But, of course, there's only a plain and serviceable backup hat, which naturally conceals two licorice Scotty dogs. Which makes you think that maybe you're wearing your backup hat, and this is your usual one? Eh, hell, if you know, they're the same damn hat. They are. And, I, I, yes, the the... Hiding candy in your hat comes back. Yes. I do you like black licorice? So I I, I do. 
You do? Okay. I have, I tried it once when I was a kid and I hated it, but also, like, kids hate a lot of foods. I feel like I should give it another shot. Like, it's, like, I would prefer red licorice usually. Okay. Like, black licorice has a taste to it that kind of had to go in prepared. Yeah, I, I honestly don't remember what it tastes like. In my mind, it's very bitter. It's it's bitter, but it, it's got it's weird. Mm-hmm. It like tastes like more rubbery than not like like it, you know people hate black licorice for a reason. I think okay that I can see <laughs> even as someone who likes it. It's got like medicinal properties, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like if you're getting like the like legit licorice, right, and not like Twizzlers. Well, yeah, yeah. If you're getting Twizzlers, then who gives a shit? Yeah. Um. Because yeah, it, I, if I remember right, only black licorice is true licorice. Yes. The other stuff is just strawberry flavored shit. Yeah. Yes, it is strawberry flavored shit. Yeah, extruded through some kind of wire bending machine. Oh, jeez. But you know what? Let me ask you this because I, <laughs> I. I don't really like Twizzlers, but I have a memory of a different kind of licorice that was, like, a bunch of very thin strands kind of wrapped around each other and, like, bound, and you could, like, peel off the individual pieces. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Because I can never find it anywhere. I do believe there was a version of Twizzlers like that. Okay. That was kind of, like, one big, like, it kind of went to, like, one big stick. Yeah, it's almost like if you see, like, a bundle of sticks in, like, a, a comic strip or something. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Red Vines may do a version of that. Yeah, I thought that too, but then I looked at Red Vines, and they just look like Twizzlers. Yeah, no, like, they are just budget Twizzlers, but I believe they also may have a okay. version. I, I don't think it's a common candy item, and I think it may not it be around as much anymore. Okay, because in my head, like, that's what licorice is, and then I always see licorice, and it's, it's not it's that not at all. It's not that. Yeah. That, that is definitely a thing of, like, the first time you, like, hear of something, like, it is... That's just what your definition of it is. Yeah. Um, do you remember, too, like, maybe it's still like this and I'm just not in the target demographic anymore. For candy? Right, yeah, for, like, novelty candy. Um, where it was, like, a lot of stuff that was like fruit roll-ups, but it just in whatever damn shape they could think to package it in to try and sell it to kids. Oh, yeah, and, like, you would, like, there was ones that, like, or like, punch-outs... Yeah, but, like, I remember one, it wasn't Fruit by the Foot, but it was the same type of candy, and it was just, um, it was, like, a cardboard, like, card, I guess, but it had, like, Fruit by the Foot, like, printed on it in, like, a maze pattern. Oh, so that yeah. you, like, unraveled it almost as you peeled it off, and it was, like, solving a maze to pull it off, but it was just Fruit by the Foot. Yeah. Probably it was a worse value than Fruit by the Foot, because you had so much blank space to make, like, the line shape out of it. No, that, yeah, that was definitely a thing. Um, yeah. Did you ever have bubblegum cigars? No, I had chocolate cigars. Okay. Um, my mom bought me chocolate cigars once when I was very, very little. Uh, my dad smoked cigars, and she just gave me one to go out into the backyard and make him think I got into his cigars. Uh, I always had it. like So I also got like the candy cigarettes. Uh-huh. And so I thought that that was real cigarettes. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was a dumb kid. Yep. I was like four, maybe. Totally, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh, like I had a cigarette. <laughs> and I'm very glad Child Services wasn't called. 
<laughs> That's gonna like you tell your mom that, and then she just freaks out. No, like no, like my mom would be the one who would give it to me. Okay, yeah. For me, it'd be like my mom's friend gave it to me, and then like she comes to pick me up. And be like, I had a cigarette, and my mom would just like lose her shit. Uh, I don't think that specifically happened, but yeah. things like that. No, uh, yeah, and, and stuff like that has happened to me as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I did, uh, oh, I had a good story, that could, we could continue this, but I, I've lost it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's let's move on. Let's, All right. Let's hide in, let's have Spade Slick hide inside his war chest. All right. You can't hide properly inside the chest because you can't close it while you're inside. Instead, you momentarily pretend it's a really cool automobile that commands the fear and respect of larcenous adversaries everywhere. Beep, beep, beep! All aboard the idiot wagon! Maybe... Oh, jeez. My voice just broke. Yeah. Finally, (laughs) puberty. (laughs) At long last... It's been so long. <laughs> Finally going to become a real girl. Yay! Uh, uh, let's start up the Crosby Top. All right. Is that what this thing is? You've had it for some time and don't quite remember how you got it. You never knew the identity of this pipe-smoking creature. Perhaps it could be the same species as the character you just saw under the rug. But, you know, that's impossible, because this one does not feature the same bizarre furred lip. They're probably differing species within the same genus. I, 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 I probably somewhere did it. Someone has stated that Big Crosby is not uh, in the same species as Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. Other than here. Right. <laughs> and other than, like, a Homestuck reference. Yeah. No, no, I, I get what you mean. <laughs> uh... SS, go to MSPaintAdventures.com. Yeah, why the fuck not? Let's just ruin this shit as quick as we can. <laughs> I mean, that's what people want. Yeah. You don't know why you're wasting your time on this website. It's for little children who poop hard in their baby-ass diapers. That tracks, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Also, you don't understand what the hell is going on or who all these characters are. It's all a lot of nonsense. A, a little bit of, uh... Yourself, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Self-deprecation. <laughs> also, the big, uh, the, the Crosby top uh, blinks, which is horrifying. Yeah, it does blink at you while you use it. Um, I was going to ask you too. Um, did you do you have any lingering questions from the end of Act Three? Um, part of me like I wants to ask questions. Like I know that is part of this whole thing, but also part of me just wants to kind of like I know like part of the you know the interest, especially for people who have read it. Uh huh. Uh, before is listening to me make uh, predictions that are wrong. Sure, yeah, I'm not necessarily here to clarify misconceptions you have. Believe me, you have several that I have not only not corrected, but have fostered. Great. Um, (laughs) I am... uh, I've planted mines that you will step onto later, but... um, Excellent. Um, uh, A lot of these flash animations, though, are very fast and very dense with new information. Yeah. Um... And definitely as we go on, there'll probably be times where it's just like, okay, let's just spend the next 20 minutes, like, debriefing on what the fuck we just watched. Yeah. Um, I, th- I feel like we probably covered it fine in the last one, just I wanted to give you a chance if there was anything you were still confused about to 
jump in with. Uh, I'm, I'll just say I'm really excited to see a Roses sprite. I think that's an interesting combination. Yeah. Tentacle Cat Princess. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see what's going on with Jade. She's... Yeah, she's doing something. Yeah, her whole character is very mysterious. Yeah. Uh, and so, and we got some answers of some things, but we've only gotten more questions. Yeah, we're very much at the stage in the game where every answer is just three more questions. Yep, and the uh, the time on the Crosby Top is 4.13. Yes, it is. So let's leave the time setting on the Crosby Top. Also, real quick before we do that, I just noticed in the bottom left, the operating system is OSB. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good joke. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he stabbed his, like, butterfly knife into the clock on the computer. Clock's destroyed! Five out of 1,000! You see, that's the secret one. That's the one he Yeah, you exactly. Know, a lot of people That's miss. the one where, like, everyone's running to GameFAQs to ask where the fuck the thousandth clock is. Yeah. He had it all along. Yep. Let's take the spade key. You take the rules card for Blackjack. You've possessed this item for as long as you can remember. You do not yet know its significance. That you can hustle up a mean game of blackjack if you need to. So yeah, on the yeah. back of this card is the same kind of barcode pattern that we've seen on WV. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean that that tracks with what you were saying, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it doesn't feel like he knows that he is part of that race yet. Yeah, maybe not. If that makes sense. No, no, that that makes sense. Yeah. Well, or at least that he doesn't know that he is part of this bigger thing. Yeah. Uh, let's examine the Vendetta itinerary. These are the mugshots of everyone you're going to kill. You got a head start. You already off crowbar, matchsticks, and quarters, depleting them of some of their muscle. You've still got to watch out for the others and stay wary of their despicable time shenanigans. Itchy has given you the slip repeatedly. Doe's you've captured and interrogated just as repeatedly to no avail. Trace has broken into your secret hideout more times than you can count, while Finn always seems to be a step ahead of you and scoops your heists. Clover has all the intel and is highly cooperative. And is also you- the worst spy. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> you might need him to crack the vault. He'll be guarded. Best to avoid die in any direct confrontations unless you want a temporal mess on your hands. But if you need any repairs, you could always get to Stitch and persuade him. And you might need to if you can't kill Sawbuck with a clean shot. Eggs and biscuits are morons, but they're dangerous morons. Cans is a tank, and your crew will probably need more ammunition than you packed to take him down. No one knows what Lord English looks like, but that'll be corrected tonight. You've got dibs on English. He's all yours. So if this was not clear already, the felt are based on billiards. Yep. Um... And also, all of their names are puns based on the number of billiard ball they are. Uh, like, a cr- crowbar is number seven. The number seven looks like a crowbar. You put two matchsticks next to each other, they look like an eleven. Quarters sounds kind of like catorce. Yeah. Uh, sawbuck is an old-timey slang for a ten-dollar bill. Oh, it's itchy. That's the... That one's kind of the biggest stretch. It's just the... It starts with an I, and that looks like a one. Okay. I, I, I'm wondering if there was, like... Cause yeah. Interesting would be the kind of person who, like, I found this really obscure word for... Yeah, no, that one is the, like, 
kind of the one that doesn't work here. Okay. <laughs> Pass Luke, you dumb fucking idiot. Ichi's a reference to the Japanese word for one, Ichi. Come on! Um, a stitch in time saves nine. Uh, you know, eggs come in a dozen and biscuits come in a baker's dozen. Yep. Uh, Etc. And also Stitch has uh, a scar with what appears to be stitches all across his face. Oh, that's true. It looks kind of like the scar that uh, John Sprite has and that all his imps have. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Also, they all kind of look a little bit like Muppets. Yeah. Like, it is definitely a, a puppet feel. Yeah. And they're felt, so. Yeah. Also yeah. that. Um, but where's number eight? Where is number eight? It's right here. But you aren't going to kill Snowman. It's out of the question. Uh, and we should note, all the felt names are written in bright green. But uh-huh. with Snowman, the eight ball, the O in that name is black. Yep. Spooky. Spooky. Uh, and we do not see what Snowman looks like. No, we don't. But uh, Space Link is just holding a photo. Yeah, and, like, growling at it. Ugh. Let's examine the heist map. On review, your schemes seem a bit convoluted, but you wouldn't have it any other way. Deuce and Droog split up to neutralize as many felts as they can find. Your heavy muscle and expert safe cracker, Boxcars, is headed straight down to the vault. Yeah, it's just a map of the mansion with a whole bunch of dotted lines all over the place and, like, some drawings of dead green people. And some smashed clocks. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it is nice that the, their tank is also their hacker. That's some real good uh, double-classing right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are, they're good at, uh, you know, specking for the game. Yeah. Uh, SS, use radio device to check on unscrupulous cohorts. You put the word out to your cronies for a status report. No response yet. You clean up all your junk and prepare to get this show on the road. I don't know if you've seen that he also has the barcode tattoo in addition yeah. to that card. I, that might have shown up before. I don't remember. I, I don't remember either. But yeah. yes, it is there. Uh, has anyone ever gotten that tattoo? I'll bet someone has. That, yeah. That is a painful place to get a tattoo. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I do not have tattoos, but I would assume that would be a, a bad place. Yeah. From what I, mean, I know. Yeah. Kind of a really sensitive vein is right there. Yep. Uh, next... You slip the spade key back into your deck of cards, then pocket the war chest. Smooth as clockwork. And every bit is logical. Yep. And so as, as he picks up the deck of cards, it turns back into the war chest. Yeah. And so the, the, their rules are actually a little more straightforward than Problem Sleuth rules, where it's basically just that they have a deck of cards where every card in the deck is an item. And also, like, every card is represented by, like, a physical object. And it just kind of flips back and forth as needed. Yeah, because uh, now we see there's a sword up there, the weapon yeah. that was not there before, but other ones have turned into uh, cards. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure if we did the math, we could, well, not the math, but you know, the process of elimination, we could see which ones were which. Ah, that sounds like the worst idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure someone has done it. Oh, I'm sure. Oh. Uh, Let's enter the hallway uh, near the main entrance. Uh, he walks in, and there are a bunch of bloody clocks riddled with bullet holes. Funny, you didn't hear any commotion or gunplay, but it looks like there's already been some action in here. Or there will be. 
You can never take tenths for granted with these goons. Thirteen out of one thousand clocks destroyed! Apparently. Looks like Club's Deuce is getting back to you. Yeah, so they mentioned it, but yeah, it does seem apparently they, there's some time travel shenanigans going on. Yeah, um, we have seen, like, a little hint of time travel shenaniganry in Act 3. Yeah. Um, a lot of, in my opinion, the main goal of the intermission here is to get you used to thinking uh, in time travel terms. Okay. Because it's going to be important. Okay. Uh, let's go next. He says he's got does tied up for interrogation. You ask him what else is new. Capturing that guy is like shooting a paralyzed monkey in the face. So yeah, I think Doze was mentioned as being easy to capture. Yes. Uh, SSB Hartsbark's boxcar. You are now Club's Deuce. Eh, well. <laughs> Can't win them all. Yeah. Club's Deuce, rough, rough him up. He remains tight-lipped, so you deal him a senseless shin-drubbing with your crook of felony. Oh, the humanity! You can barely watch! It's a, it's a table leg. Yeah, he's like lightly tapping him on the kneecap with a table leg. Drub, drub. Yep. <laughs> drub, drub. Uh, and he apparently has a, a table leg, what appears to be a baton, and what appears to be a, yeah. another baton with a... Like a nightstick kind of deal. Yeah. He also has a, a deck of cards. Yeah. Oh, you know what he's got? He's got three different kinds of clubs. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> yep. 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 Because yep. his name. Yeah. It's he, he is not doing a good job of destroying all the clocks here. By the way, he is no. He is fucking up for the rest of the team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next. Uh, Doze is doing something tiny. His eyes are glowing with clocks. He's probably still using his special ability to slow down time for himself. He can't feel a damn thing, and certainly isn't saying anything. Apart from a very low noise, which could be him saying ow very, very slowly. Okay, so yeah, he is not traveling through time necessarily, but is... Is slowing down time. Yes. Yeah. Which does not seem like the most useful superpower. Uh, oh, here is one of my favorite promising threading gags. Yep. Uh, punch clocks in the face to establish chronology. <sighs> Why would you do that? All these clocks are lovely. You see no reason to harm them. 987 out of 1,000 clocks unharmed. See, I hate it when they give you those kind of achievements that just mean you have to play the game twice. Yeah, it's it's really just obvious that they're there to stretch it. Yeah, yeah. Although, uh, honestly, going through this entire game without... Damaging any clock seems like a pretty hard challenge. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, like, I still haven't gotten it. It's kind of like playing through a Metal Gear game without killing anybody. Yeah. Without shooting or any oranges. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, right? Like, that's... <laughs> uh, no, tell me more about all the oranges you shoot in Metal Gear. Well... That game series you know and love so well. I know, we talk about it all the time. Like, yeah. I know you don't know a lot about it, but... Right, yeah. <laughs> Let's just swap hats with with those. I feel like we are spiraling into a point where, at some point, I'm going to have to tell you about Metal Gear. Nope. <laughs> Let's swap hats with those. Yep. You begin a feeble campaign of psychological warfare. Perhaps compromising his fashion motif is the way to get to him. Nope. Looks like he's still in his weird state of stasis and doesn't care. 
Either that, or it's driving him nuts. Just very slowly. Let's dump the contents of your war chest over him. War chest? What are you talking about? All you've got is this simple, unassuming deck of cards. So, yep, that, that, that is the prompt sleuth. And yeah. Then, uh, There's some, some kind of... Itchy comes yeah, in. It's, yep, and he's doing something. Yep. He's just flitting around all quick-like. Uh, play some solitaire. Don't be stupid. To play solitaire, you'd need a deck of cards. I don't see a deck of cards, do you? All I see is your battle drobe. Yeah, so it, it is a wardrobe. D- it is a wardrobe. Does it but, look familiar yes, it, to it, you? it is the wardrobe that uh, Jade has. Yeah, it's the wardrobifier. The wardrobifier. Yeah. Oh, let's throw this hat down and stomp on it mercilessly. Oh, no. It's itchy. It looks like he's all wound up. He unties doughs and quickly swaps everyone's hats around. Oh, no. Ah, <sighs> what the worst possible fate. I know. But, uh, yeah, Itchy's doing some time shit. Yep. Uh, next. Doze proceeds to make a fleet-footed getaway. The chase is on! It's very slow. Yeah, this is like ten frames of animation and he moves one pixel every frame. And there's a, there's a little exclamation point. Yeah. Uh, stop being Hearts bar- Boxcars. Alright, you're the boss. Heart, hearts Boxcars, you ain't. Someone's replaced your plain and serviceable hat with a silly and undersized one. An outrage beyond compare. You're sure you know who the culprit was. You can still smell his overly caffeinated blood. 986 out of 1,000 clocks shown mercy. He, he is smashing one of them, though. Yes, yes he is. Uh, lift leg and hold it a little ways in the air. Oops. Yeah, he does that, and Itchy's just jamming all around him at, like, hyper speed, and Buddy trips and falls, and now he's just kind of twitching on the ground. Yep. Uh, next. And Spades just looms over him threateningly with that cast iron horse hitcher. And we cut to uh, Itchy's photograph being X'd out. Yep. Four out of 15 green torsos dead. Itchy, we hardly knew ya. We hardly knew ye. Uh, wear CD's hat on top of your current one. You are already wearing Deuce's hat, you fool. The one on the floor is Droog's hat. This is exactly why you always keep a backup hat on hand. This son of a bitch on the floor has played his last game of musical hats. Soon these lugs will learn to show you some respect. You made this town what it is, after all. What nothing but a bunch of dust and rocks before you got here. Hmm. Is that the, the, the problem with Homesick is I can never tell if something's a one, like a off joke or if right. it is a important plot point or if it is an off joke that is later turned into an important plot point. Yeah. Uh, the the last one is usually the case. Yeah. More often than not. Uh, At some point, probably around late Act 4 or early Act 5, I'm going to start having to go back and, like, finding panels and snippets of narrative that seemed completely meaningless at the time and be like, he gotcha. You got him stuck. Great, great. I got hussied. I got hustled. No, I can't make that work. Okay, let's... let's, uh, It's basically like, wear a backup hat. I'm specifically not uh, saying Space Licks initials. Oh, yeah, because it... Why? Just because it's the initials of a notorious group of Nazis? Yeah. 
Was it what officer in the Nazi? Who cares? Yeah, I, I yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, the less that we talk about the Nazis on our Homestuck podcast, the better. <laughs> you deploy your chest and swap this dinky little hat for one more suited to your tastes. Wait a minute. Oh, thank God. Your precious Scotty dogs are still here. You don't know what you do without them. You don't even want to think about it. Next. Uh, and now Die has just popped into existence next to Slick. Die makes his usual sort of interest. The nonplussed, vaguely bewildered sword. And he is wearing a... An, a yeah, he has a voodoo doll. Yes, with a bunch of pins stuck in it. Yep. Uh, and... The pins seem to like have stripes and solids on them, much like yes, balls, uh, like mm-hmm. or pin, uh, pool balls. Yeah, yeah. B Diamond Droog. You got it. Clubs deuce it is. Eh. You've opened your battle drobe in search of your backup hat. You also need some more rope to retie Doe's, who's absolutely tearing through the mansion as we speak. If you don't hurry, he may clear the chair within the hour. But it's a big mess. You mostly just see a bunch of bombs and cards. Yep, that's... A lot of bombs. Yes. It's a lot of bombs. Yeah. Some canes. A lot of, like, old-fashioned dynamites stuck to a alarm clock kind of bombs. Yep. I, d- I distinctly remember a joke with that cane that I'm looking I forward to. Yeah. I forget if you talked about that on here or just while we were chatting. I, I, yeah, I forgot, I forgot to. Uh, next. You're not sure what's what. You can never remember which card to pick up. Can't believe how shitty your memory is. Let's grab the deuce of clubs. What's that in the lower corner of that page? Oh, there's some some some, some of that black ooze. <laughs> you pick up two licorice gummy bears. These need to be stored for safekeeping as soon as possible. Finding your backup hat has never been more urgent. Uh, pick up all the cards and throw them at Doe's. He does that. You pick up a bunch of cards and fling them Doe'sward. Didn't accomplish a whole lot. Other than put some of your private reading material on embarrassing public display. He's got a magazine titled Black Inches. Licorice, licorice, licorice. As, as far, far as the, as eye, the can eye can see. see. Um, yeah, if I remember right, uh, this was based on Hussey actually finding... I forget if it was a website or an actual magazine called Black Inches. That was maybe more of what you might expect that would be. Yeah, that seems right. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, any Prom Sleuth adjacent thing has a history of uh, smut. Yeah, accidental porn. Yes. Like, whoops, somehow, in this completely non-pornographic situation, for no real good reason, I've revealed my pornography to you. That, and also of people accidentally naming themselves after porno things. Yes, yeah, that too. Uh, such as Pickle Inspector. Yes. Or the Ace Dick. If you need a brawny fella to inspect your pickle. Yeah. Uh, God, I love Problem Sleuth. It's <laughs> real good. At some point, we should do Let Me Tell You About... Let us tell you about Problem Sleuth. Yeah, which would just be us. Like, oh, yeah. that was a great joke. <laughs> yep, that's gonna be 100% of it. Like, oh, man, remember when he cut that power cord and, like, blood exploded out of that window? That was cool. <laughs> oh, that was cool. Yeah, right? Or when he... <laughs> Remember the elf room? Oh, the elf just drowned in there? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or, of course, the, the island of horse. Yeah, yeah. 
the, the sleazy brothel in the sky. Yes. Right, where at the end of the movie they are doing a screening of um, Soul Plane, starring Snoop Dogg. God, Faust, this is weird. <laughs> like, I, I, I stated it, but this is, that is my favorite running gag of this podcast, is us just stating a random scene in Prom Sleuth. Yeah, yeah, and I think you tweeted out uh, a few days ago, uh, just random Problem Sleuth panels are just nonsense out of context. Yeah. Which makes sense, because they're just barely not nonsense in context. Yeah, like the... I forgot that the... Basically a candy-colored version of the uh, robot from a... Robocop is in that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then it just uh, walks through a portal that was on its head, so it just becomes an infinitely recurring robot. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, CD, pick a card, any card. You're a busy guy, so you just pick up any old thing and put it on your head. Since you're in a big hurry, you'll assume it's your backup hat. You stand nearby the two remaining cards on the floor. An off-suited king and jack. These are not clubs. No, they're not. Uh, let's pick up the card, just picking that stately blonde-haired fellow. You aren't going to stand around Jack King off all day long. Yeah. So you grab the Jack of Diamonds. Yeah, no, they can't all be winners. <laughs> oh, here's your backup hat. Problem solved, you guess. He has mistakenly put about 20 pounds of C4 on his head. Yep. He seems okay with it, though. Yeah. Forget your CD. Believe your heart spark boxcar. You suddenly remember that you're Diamonds Droog. God damn it. <laughs> Whoever took your hat is about to discover he's the unluckiest man on Earth. He better hope you find him dead. What you're going to do to him will be much less painful that way. So yeah, Droog is now wearing Itchy's hat, and he's at a staircase where there's a very thick trail of blood leaning, leading down it. Yep. Uh, DD, wear a backup hat. You don't have a backup hat. All you got is this deck of cards. Oh, wait, yes you do. It's stashed away in your brausoleum. Right. Uh, yeah, which is a small, well, why don't you tell me what it is, Ashley? It, it's a, a small mausoleum with a, a uh, diamond on the side. Red probably, diamond. Probably a mausoleum small enough to house, like, a cat. Okay, like, no, no, you can't do this. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, uh, so, okay, I'm starting to see where this is going. Mm-hmm. By the way, doesn't that chest look a lot like that chest John had? Yeah, it does, and then he also had the big crosby. And then... Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, walk me through your thought process here. Oh, Jesus. Okay, uh... Oh, shit. Yeah, um... CD also has horrible memory, like Jade. Oh, that's has true. Jade's, you know, like, weird... Yeah. Like, when, when she's on the... When she's sleeping. Fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so what do you think that all means? I'm thinking this intermission is maybe not as intermission as we thought it was. What... Also, there's a lot of clocks that he should be punching. Yeah, there are. Or, uh... Yeah, also, he seems to have a lot of, uh, guns. Uh, yeah, he's got at least two that we see, along with a Q-stick. <laughs> which seems like a good weapon for attacking, uh, a billiards-themed gang. Yeah. Well, oh, would the, okay, would the billiards-themed gang have pool sticks as their weapons? Uh, I feel like if they were, uh, like, the henchmen of, like, a Japanese action show... Like a common rider, then yes. Or of a or of a sixty six Batman episode. Yeah. 
I like that I referenced we referenced two separate things when I could have referenced Power Rangers, the show I do a podcast about. <laughs> well, I, I feel like I, I, a group of putties that were all uh, themed around uh, you know different uh, pool balls. That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, and then they would always do the gag where there was like one that's like just in all white, and they would just punch that one. It would bunch, hit yeah. a bunch of other ones. My understanding is the most recent season of Power Rangers, the bad guys are a evil intergalactic game show, and the monsters are contestants to see who can destroy the Earth. Great, which is pretty amazing. I, I hope they do what they do on Japanese game shows, where there's just always like the <laughs> the picture of picture. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. But it's like. Whatever, like, the Rita Repulsa of that season is. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, yes. Yeah. Uh, which means that the last guy would have to have Dave stuff. Something belonging to Dave, yeah. That would fit the pattern. Yes. Uh, let's retrieve the hat from the Brazilium. I'm the only member of this band of thugs who's civilized enough to keep more than one backup hat, as well as an extensive array of finely tailored suits. The Brawzoleum seemed like the best storage option for your exceptional wardrobe. If there's any better sort of compartment to keep your wardrobe in, you'd love to hear it. Also, there's a shitload of guns and cards in here, too. You put on a backup hat. Yeah, because the joke is that we just yeah. saw a wardrobe. Right. Yeah. But I, I like that he has a bunch of suits. Yeah. Suits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did you just get that? Yup. <laughs> oh. uh, seven years later, I finally got the joke. You know how earlier in this recording you said that one, one, at one point I would tell you about Homestuck? Oh, shit. Well, the prophecy's <laughs> been fulfilled. A lot sooner than you thought it would happen, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, let's withdraw, withdraw licorice fish from backup hat. Whew, your Swedish fish are here. This is why it's a good idea to always store your candy in your backup hat, rather than your usual one. Other members of your gang have learned this the hard way, and they're finally starting to catch on. He is holding a two of diamonds. Yes, he is. Uh, what's your opinion on Swedish fish? Um, I, it's been long enough since I've had them that I don't really remember super clearly. I don't remember liking them all that much. I really like them. Hmm, okay. I remember them mostly just being kind of chewy and kind of a weird texture to them. Yeah, like they're definitely like. Uh, what's your opinion on uh, dots? Cause I feel uh, like that's important to this conversation. I, are those the ones that like have like the hard like sugar coating to them, and they're like sort of capsule shaped? Yeah. Um, they're like sour, right? No. No, I then I honestly don't have an opinion on them. Okay. If I've ever had them, and I probably have, it has been so long that I don't really remember what they taste like. Okay, that's fair. There's a lot of different candies, though. There's a lot of different candies. We could talk about several of them. Yeah. You got here. Is, is, is there a, a candy-themed uh, group of villains later on in Hope Stuff? Uh... Was that spoiler? Kind of. Jesus. <laughs> kind of, sorta. Like, not no. Not, not exactly yes, <laughs> but not no. 
it's really so much more than that. So give Homestuck a chance.